Blog Talk Radio. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry. Cause you had never let me go inside. You worked too hard. You know exactly what you want and need. So believe. And you can never give up. Welcome. You are listening to Get Into It with Tina Conroy, and I am your host on Blog Talk Radio. You can join me in the chat room, and to go to the chat room, please go to blogtalkradio.com and find my show and join me in the chat. Also, the phone line is open, and that number is 516-387-1936. Feel free to listen by phone, and if you have questions, I will open up the Switchboard at the second half of the show for questions and readings. So hello everyone and welcome. If you're listening live or on the recording, today is Wednesday, September 24th, and we are truly now in autumn. Monday evening on the East Coast at 10 p.m., autumn has arrived. So we do say goodbye to summer and we move into a new season. I find it very interesting with all the last couple of days, and I've been talking about changes, and so many changes are happening in my life, personally, in my family life, my work life, and I know we just move through the changes with grace and ease. And that's what led me to my topic today, meditation, the importance of meditation and mindfulness. But before we get to that, I wanted to just reflect on the last couple of days for myself and a few others that are been experiencing the new change of autumn. On Sunday, I was so grateful to be part of a yoga festival and fundraiser, and it is called One Love Long Island, and it happened here in Long Island on the East Coast in New York, and it had represented 16 yoga studios in our area, and it was all about the autumnal equinox, and also it was about fundraising for a very, very distressing, unfortunate, but a very important cause, and that is human trafficking. And I know that's very hard to hear because we feel like that's very, very far away, and it's been brought to my awareness uh, that it is not very far away. It happens right here in the United States. I was so happy to be part of that, to be able to raise money and awareness for that, And also to meet so many different people, I had readings that day and many people stopped by my table and were just talking about how they're doing and the angels in their life and spirit guides. And I just love talking about the angels and helping us to connect. That day just helped us all to connect to the practice of yoga as well as the practice of meditation and and mindfulness and coming together for a beautiful, beautiful cause. So... How do we stay present in our life and with so much happening and there is so many things that are very distressing and upsetting and whatever you're going through, truly it's the practices, the practices of meditation, mindfulness, yoga, energy work keeps us centered and keeps us on our path. So before I came on the show, I always connect to my angels And I connected to Archangel Michael to be with us today, to really support us and guide us, and to also heal. This is also the day, this evening, if you are observing, it's the new year for many people. And although I don't observe the holiday, I love the idea of beginning the new year in sweetness. I love the idea. I love that apples and honey and everyone is saying, have a happy new year. So we're really moving into these transitions. We leave one season behind and we come to the next. 
So for all of you that are observing with family this evening, Happy New Year. May it be sweet. Before I move forward, I want to just pull a card and then we'll center. And I'm pulling from the archangels, asking for blessings and just asking for a card for all of us today. Give us a little bit of support. And the beautiful card I've chosen is a hello from heaven. I love that. They're just shining down on us, giving us a hello and asking us to really let go of our worries. Let go of our worries, let go of our doubts and feel love and allow the blessings into our life. Really a beautiful card for today. So this show is going to be about meditation and mindfulness, a conversation, and then I'm also going to lead you into meditations. So if you're listening now and you're listening live and you cannot follow along with the meditations, I ask that you listen again on a recording when you can. I want to begin with a centering meditation now. So go ahead and close your eyes. Find yourself in a quiet place. Take a nice, long, deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And as you notice your shoulders release and let go, Begin to feel the weight of your shoulders relax. Relax your face, your eyes, and your entire body. Notice the energy around your body, your energy field and the energy within your body. Feel the weight of your body, your seat, your feet on the floor, and find gratitude for this moment, this very moment, being present, allowing. And as I call upon the angels, spirit guides, archangels, to be with us, give us blessings, hold each and every one in prayer, shower our blessings of our family and friends, We ask this always for the highest good. And as we take another moment, place one hand on your heart and the other hand on top of that. And remind yourself to have peace in your heart. Love, support, confidence, connection. And then slowly take another long, deep breath in. And exhale away, feeling the body lighter. And slowly begin to come back to the room and to your body. So just like any other practice, it takes time to feel familiar with doing it each and every day. But the body and the mind begin to 
relish in it. There's a moment when you continue to meditate and center where you hesitate to even open your eyes because it feels so good. And it may not happen the first, second, or third time, but over time, it surely will. So I want to tell you a little bit about meditation and the different forms and also demystify it a little bit, keep it simple. And then we'll also touch upon mindfulness as well. Sometimes they seem like they're interchangeable. They are different and the same. So meditation, there's many different meanings of it, but meditation is a very powerful tool. The powerful tool is really to allow you to release stress. It helps in stress reduction, concentration. It develops intuition. So I've talked about that many, many times about your intuitive abilities that we all have. And it also develops wisdom. It has a a moment of developing wisdom and a connection to yourself and something bigger and greater. The more that you strengthen this practice and stay on a daily schedule or as often as you can, the more centered and connected. And the other things in life can seem to be handled. The perceptions can change. And life is just sweeter. So there's many different types and forms of meditation. And the one thing I want to say right off the bat, and I get this so many times, is, you know, I can't meditate because I can't turn off my brain or my mind and my thoughts are very busy. And I'm here to tell you, and I'm sure I've said this before, that your mind is made to think. And so it's very challenging, if at all, to turn it off completely. The thoughts will happen. They will come and they will go. And over time, they fade to the background. I like to think of them like having a television on in another room. You kind of hear the noise, but you're not in tune to it. And you're not connected to it in the sense that a story. And so it becomes these thoughts that come in and come out without a story. And they fade to the background. There's more space between one thought and the other thought. And there's many different ways to get to that point. So the different meditations, and I'm sure there's even more than I'm going to say. There's guided meditation, which is a little bit about what I just started with. I did more of a centering, but a guided meditation uses images and visualization. And you're carried through by listening to a voice or sound and the visualizations and images are created in your mind's eye feeling that sense of, of calm and peace there's another meditation more of a Taoist meditation which is quiet stillness and that would be more concentrating on the breath so you would find a comfortable seat concentrate on the breath notice your breath without necessarily changing it, acknowledging it, perhaps noticing the texture, the quality, the inhale and the exhale, because perhaps your inhale and exhale is different in length, and then staying with your breath, noticing your breath in and noticing your breath out. And every thought that comes or draws you away from the breath You draw yourself back to the breath, listening to the breath and connecting to the breath. Although that is in silence, so you're listening to the breath. Another form of meditation is mantra and also what people consider transcendental meditation or TM. And mantra is a repetitive phrase. So it may be a Sanskrit letter or sentence or word, or it may be English, but it's repeated over and over again. And again, usually connected with the breath. 
So a simple mantra may be as you inhale and then as you exhale, you would say to yourself, peace. And then you would inhale and then exhale, say the word peace. And you would continue like that for a set amount of time, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Inhale and then say to yourself, when you exhale, peace. You could interchange the word peace with the word shanti, which means peace in Sanskrit. Transcendental meditation is also mantra. And that mantra or that form of meditation, which I'm a little bit uh, know about, not that much know about, is that you're given a mantra. And you're usually giving a vow from what they said or, or a sound like an om or something along those lines. And that mantra is your own private mantra, your sacred mantra. So you wouldn't share that with anyone. And when you meditate, and they suggest in TM, Transcendental Meditation, meditating in the morning and evening, 20 minutes each time, you would repeat your own personal sacred mantra. Another form of meditation is walking meditation. And this is a beautiful meditation because it's moving. It doesn't have to be seated. It doesn't have to be in a chair or sitting on a floor in lotus position or cross-legged. And as you walk, you connect again with the breath, taking one foot in front of the other, heel to toe, moving forward, and being very concentrating on the breath and the walking Another form of meditation is object meditation. And you can use many different objects. I particularly love gazing at a candle. And as you gaze at the candle, your eyes gently relax. Your eyes relax so that you're, as you're staring at the candle, it's very soothing. And almost the peripheral part of your vision sort of fades away and you're just noticing this beautiful glow or ember of the candle. You can do that with a fire. You can also do that with a crystal. You can gaze at a beautiful crystal. You can use crystal and light, which my beautiful teacher, Reverend Terry and Hyman, used to work with crystals and light. As the lights are shown through the crystals, you can watch as the light changes and how each crystal reflects the light. If you're using a quartz crystal and there's different light that come through the crystals, greens and reds, purples and blues. Very soothing and very healing as well for light energy and crystal energy. There's mindfulness meditation, and that's noticing what's going on around you. And that may notice your thoughts. Notice where you are and how your shoulder feels or maybe the dog barked or perhaps the car drove by. Maybe a sound, the sound of your home. Nothing is ever truly quiet. So that's another form, mindfulness, being mindful. There's sound meditation. There's so many. The sound meditation could be chanting. Maybe you love a beautiful chant and you say the chant over and over again. And you say it out loud. It may be working with crystal quartz bowls. There's many people play these bowls or you can listen to healing bowls. Also the Tibetan bowls, the brass bowls. And chanting. So a chant may be in Sanskrit. One of my favorite chants is the remover of obstacle. And this chant would sound something like this. Om Gan Ganapataye Namaha. And you repeat that over and over and over again. It's wonderful to say it out loud and open up the chakras of your throat and to hear the beautiful voice and doing it individually or doing it with a group. You can even do it call and response. It's a wonderful way to connect. And then another one, and the last one for me on my sheet, but there are so many others, is open monitoring. And it's very similar, again, to sound, listening to a sound. 
So every sound that your ear finds, you connect to. So perhaps you're staying on the dog snoring, and then you shift to something else, and then you shift to something else. So you monitor monitor, and pay attention to everything around you. So let's talk a little bit about time frame and also what I call the frame. So personally, I feel that anybody can start and do meditation for as little as possible. I really believe that we like to keep things simple. So if you're just starting out, I suggest even five minutes. I know five minutes sounds like not a lot, but to begin a practice, start out very small. And I love that we all have, or most of us have, some type of smartphone. And if you don't, you can use your any kind of timer. And start out just five minutes a day. Just five minutes. I started out, as I teach meditation, I suggest five minutes a day for a week. No more than five minutes. And then I get the question, well, should I do more? Should I do it in the morning? Should I do it at night? And yes, you can. But once we put all those parameters on us, start out slow. If we start out slow, we'll probably stick with it. But start out with five minutes. And then if you want to increase to 10 minutes. And then if you want to increase to more. Most people love to meditate the same time every day. So if you're a morning person, you would meditate in the morning. If you're an evening person, you may want to meditate in the evening. Some of you may want to meditate in the morning and the evening. Now, the one suggestion or, I guess, a lot of questions I get is that if you are going to meditate in the evening, just make sure that you don't fall asleep, unless your intention is to fall asleep, because you want to be somewhat open and aware. So I suggest what I call the framework. And the frame is pretty important to set up how we meditate. So when we create the frame, we're creating how we're going to meditate and the place. So the frame, I always like to begin seated. And I think a simple chair or even a folding chair or even a soft couch chair is fine, as long as your back is nice and straight. So creating the frame, you'd like a chair. If you would rather sit on the floor, then you want to sit on something that your hips are a little bit higher than your knees. So perhaps you would sit on a big pillow or you could get a meditation cushion and your hips are slightly higher than your knees. Your back is nice and straight. And one way to check that your head is right over the base of your spine, a little check-in moment, is to take one hand behind your head, and you can try this now if you're seated and, and you're not driving, of course, one hand behind your head and the other hand to your very low back. And then notice that your head is probably pushed forward, right? Most of us sit forward with the chin forward. And then move your top of your head and the hand that's behind your head back so that both hands would line up. And then from there, you can place your hands on your lap. Up or down is fine. Again, that doesn't matter. Your shoulders are over your hips. And your chin is level, so the crown of your head is the highest part of our body. So you have everything nicely aligned. Your eyes are closed. Well, they don't have to be if you'd like to keep them open. Keep them slightly closed. Relax your face and relax your mouth. And that's what I call the framework, the frame. So I'm going to lead you into a meditation now. This is a body scan meditation. So feel free to get comfortable once again. As I said, the show is going to be in and out of meditation. Hopefully you'll be seated in a chair or you can be on the floor in a cross-legged or lotus position if that feels comfortable to you. And the palms are either up or down. There's also for this body scan and awareness, you can lie down. So again, if you would like to do that, go ahead and do that. Lie on your floor or a yoga mat or a blanket. And again, you're going to take a nice, deep, long breath in. 
and exhale away. Letting go of all worry, frustration, doubt, anything that's uncomfortable to you. Letting go of your day so far. Feeling your body very heavy, but at the same time very, very light. And we ask for this intention to find peace and calmness. And as you listen to my words and follow along, allow the breath to be soft. However you breathe, in and out of the nose, or in through the nose and out through the mouth is fine. Bring awareness to the top of your head and relax the top of your head. Relax your forehead. Your eyebrows and your eyes. Feel your eyes heavy, sinking. Relax the bridge of your nose. on your face, your cheekbones, your chin, your ears, your entire face. Bring awareness to your throat and relax your throat, the muscles of your throat, front and back and side to side, clearing away and letting go. Awareness moves to the upper chest and collarbone and across to the shoulders. And imagine for a moment someone placing their hands on your shoulders and letting you know all is well. All is well. As you soften both shoulders, bring awareness to your right shoulder and down to the crease of your elbow, your lower right arm, and your right palm. Relaxing the right hand, the back of the hand and the front of the hand, the right thumb, index finger, third finger, fourth finger, and fifth finger. The entire right arm from shoulder, elbow, forearm, and hand. Completely relaxed. Awareness moves to your left shoulder. And down to the crease of your elbow. Lower left arm. Left palm. Center of the palm and back of the hand. Left thumb, index finger, third finger, fourth finger, and fifth finger. Completely relaxed from left shoulder to elbow and left hand. Sending the awareness to the upper chest and notice the upper chest rise and fall. With every breath in, the chest rises. With every breath out, the chest falls. Awareness moves to the rib cage. And again, notice the expansion and contraction of the ribs. Again, inhaling and expanding and exhaling and contracting the rib cage. This wonderful area, anatomy, three-dimensional, front to back and side to side. Awareness moves to your belly, your abdomen, your navel. Completely relax your belly. No holding, no tightening, no toning. Supple, relaxed. Smooth. 
let go here of any control, control of trying too hard. Moving to the hips. Surrender the hips and the pelvis. Bring awareness to the right hip and down the right thigh to the right knee, the back of the knee, the bottom of the foot, the top of the foot, the heel, the right big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. Entire right leg from right hip, knee, lower leg, and foot. Bring awareness to your left hip, down your left thigh, to your left knee, back of the knee, left foot, heel, top of the foot, left big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. Entire left leg from left hip, knee, lower leg, ankle and foot. Completely relaxed. Now bring awareness to the bottom of your feet. And if you're lying down or seated, find the gratitude for being able to stand. Feel grounded, rooted, grateful. Connecting to the bottom of your feet. Bring awareness now to the top of the head. And travel down from the top of the head to behind the head. And down the back of the head to the neck. And relax the back of your neck. Down across the back of your shoulders down your arms once again back up your arms to the upper back down your spine to your middle back your lower back and the base of your spine and here at the base of your spine let go again of worry of doubt Bring awareness to your right hip, the back of your right hip and your left hip, down your your buttocks and the back of your thighs, the back of your knees, the back of your calves, and to your heels of both feet, and now to the bottom of your feet. And feel your body completely relaxed. Aware but relaxed with a sense of peacefulness and calmness and then take another moment and imagine above your head this beautiful beautiful light warming the top of your head like rays of the sun beaming down drawing in through the top of your head and filling you with so much love so much healing and connection take a moment to really allow this essence in and feel yourself at peace knowing that all is well, feeling supported. And take a few moments right here, right now, knowing all is well.
then slowly begin to come back. Come back to your body. And come back to your breath, deepening the breath. Inviting some movement of the hands and the feet. And the ankles and the toes. And then coming all the way back. Really nice deep breath in and deep breath out. Make some more movements and some moving the shoulders maybe and the hands. And it's okay to move. Move gentle, but feel free to move. So I hope all of you were able to feel each part of the body part and the awareness and the relaxing. So a little bit more about meditation and some of its benefits is meditation creates better memory. It creates less stress in your life, just like we experienced. We have more compassion. And I I think with that, I find that just so great because we all need compassion We find more compassion as we meditate and practice because we have more compassion for ourselves. We've put ourselves first to sit on the cushion or sit in the chair and take the time for ourselves. So the compassion always begins with ourselves. So we're building and creating more compassion. We have created more creativity. We have less anxiety and better focus. So meditation creates better focus. More and more children are learning to meditate in schools and different yoga programs and meditation programs. And I'm so grateful to see that because it's happening more and more. I know when my children were, it wasn't really as common, and now it's become more common and even built into their day. So many wonderful educators and teachers are teaching short meditations in the classroom. And I'm so honored by them because they're out there in the front lines every day with our children to really and to make a difference. So it really does help with better focus as well. So before we switch over to mindfulness and talk a little bit about mindfulness, I wanted to do a breathing meditation with you. And these sometimes are, there's so many I could have chosen from. And these are repetitive breathing. You can call it breath work. If you're used to or accustomed to the word pranayama, it's pranayama in the yoga world. Or you can just say breath work. And so the breath work for this one is tiny sips of air in through the nose and then out through the mouth. And so you would continue that. So I'm going to go ahead and lead that with you now. And if you can, again, find a comfortable seat. So this one definitely needs to be seated, not lying down. So find a comfortable seat once again. And if you're in a chair, you want your feet firmly planted on the ground. And if you're on a meditation cushion and your feet are crossed, then that's fine as well. Palms are up or down. Again, that doesn't matter what you like. Just choose what you like. And then the sips are in through the nose and then out through the mouth. And it's going to sound like this. So that's sips through the nose and out through the mouth. And we'll just do that for a little bit. I'm going to just take you through that. And then, of course, you can always do that on your own later. Practice that. Add that to your practice. And you may want to do that three minutes a day. You could do one minute a day. Again, really start out slow. So find a comfortable seat once again. Feet on the ground. And allow yourself to just find your spine nice and tall. We're going to begin with an exhale because all pranayama and breath work wants to begin with an exhale. So take a nice breath in and exhale away. And now lips are closed. In through the nose.
and then you would continue on your own. Again, just a sampling. It's a very calming, calming breath. Four sips in through the nose, one exhale through the mouth. And you can even do a few of those just, we only did five. You can even do them driving. Yes, even driving with your eyes open. In for four, out for one. Really good. Uh, Use these things and tools everywhere, everywhere. I like to think that you have this little pocketbook of, of places and tool belt that you can go to. Maybe you're feeling frustrated driving and you're in traffic. Or maybe someone's cut you off. Do the breath work. (sighs) Feels better already. So find your way. Find what works for you. This is all about what works for you. Again, as we build the compassion, build the compassion for yourself. I'm going to switch over to mindfulness, and then I'm going to see the chat room and see if anybody has any questions. I do have some emails as well for readings. So mindfulness, as I'm now switching gears a little bit to mindfulness, and mindfulness, what is mindfulness? So now we get into, it's sort of the buzzword now. Actually, meditation and mindfulness is the buzzword, but mindfulness was even on the, the Times magazine, and it's all over. It's nothing new. It's it's nothing new at all, but it's just the, as things get more popular. So it's always been around, and anyone can practice mindfulness, informally or formally. I want to tell you a little bit what mindfulness is. Some of us think mindfulness is meditation and it's different. Mindfulness is a simple practice of bringing awareness and acceptance to our moment-to-moment experience. So that's your every day. This type of awareness is a holistic experience rather than a mental evaluation. Holistic awareness engages body, senses, emotions, thoughts, and feelings, and a sense of their interrelationship. Acceptance implies openness and receptivity to ourselves and to the moment as it unfolds. By cultivating awareness and acceptance, we strengthen our ability to be fully present and responsive to both the pleasant and difficult circumstances of our life. So how do we become mindful? You can be mindful all the time or work towards being mindful in every area of your life. There's a couple beginning steps to mindfulness. And again, we go back to the breath. It's so similar, again, attending to the breath. One of the most basic ways to cultivate mindfulness is bringing attention to your breath. So just like I spoke about earlier, the mindfulness meditation or breathing meditation is becoming aware. Focus on the breath and the awareness the moment. Try not to change it, fix it, guide it, but simply... Tune into it. And I love that. Tune into it. Tune into the breath. No changing, no evaluating, no observing, but observe it without changing it, or I should say. So no judgment. And then as we become familiar with the experience of the breath, we tune into the aspect of the breath and the experience. We notice the calmness, the slowing down, the steadiness, And we become more aware. We notice the pace of our thoughts start to slow down. Again, we talked about that earlier, how the thoughts are still going to happen, but they're going to not be as close together with a story. So there's some space. And then we notice that the breath becomes an anchor. It helps us to return to the moment whenever we realize we're drifting away. So I want to tell you a little bit about an informal practice. And some informal practices of mindfulness is something everybody can do. Informal practices are cultivating awareness. So some of the little things we can do is when you, we all get out of bed and we usually get out of bed on autopilot. We get out of bed, we maybe feed the dog or the cat, we water the plants, we take a shower, we brush our teeth, we prepare our food, right? So forth and so on over and over again. Now, when you do these activities, You don't usually cultivate total awareness. You're probably just going through them like autopilot, waking up and going here and going there and just doing them. But what if you had your intention to practice awareness while you do them? So that would mean when you wake up, notice when you wake up. Notice how you place your feet on the ground. Notice how you stand. 
Notice as you walk out of the room you're in. Notice walking down the steps or down the hallway or wherever you're leaving from one place to the other. And then notice how the being present with feeding the dog or feeding the cat if you have animals. Being in that moment, really noticing, slowing down, watering the plants. How about taking a shower? Notice opening up the shower door or the curtain or if you're taking a bath. How does the water feel on your body? Warm or cold? Just being aware of the shower. There's so many different ways. I want to read to you a story, which is one of my favorite stories from mindfulness. And this is the story of a monk. Instructions for washing the dishes. While washing the dishes, one should only be washing the dishes which means that while washing the dishes, one should be completely aware of the fact that one is washing the dishes. At first glance, that might seem a little silly. Why put so much stress on a simple thing? But that's precisely the point. The fact that I'm standing there and washing these bowls is a wondrous reality. I'm being completely myself, following my breath, conscious of my presence, and conscious of my thoughts and actions. There's no way I can be tossed around mindlessly like a bottle slapped here and there on the waves. If while washing the dishes, we think only of the cup of tea that awaits us, thus hurrying to get the dishes out of the way if they were a nuisance, then we are not washing the dishes to wash the dishes. What's more, we are not alive during the time we are washing the dishes. In fact, We are completely incapable of realizing the miracle of life while standing at the sink. If we can't wash the dishes, the chances are we won't be able to drink our tea either. While drinking the cup of tea, we will only be thinking of other things, barely aware of the cup in our hands. So really think about that for a moment. How often do you wash the dishes? Are you really washing the dishes? Or are you thinking about the cup of tea? And then when you have the cup of tea, are you aware of the cup in your hands? And you can take this to so many other actions. Sometimes you can even think about it when you're interacting with people or even your children. Are you listening to your children? Are you listening to what they have to say? Or are you thinking about other things and you have to say to them, what did you say? Can you repeat that? So, There's so many different ways and different informal practices. I'm just going to tell you a few of them because I feel like the informal practices are something that every single one of us can do. So just like I noticed, notice how you get out of bed in the morning. Another way is to notice your body sensations when you're waiting. So this is a big one. Waiting in line, waiting in rooms, waiting in the car, waiting on the phone. Use these stopping points as an opportunity to collect yourself and to rest. Good points of reference are the feet, the pelvis, the low back, the belly, the shoulders, the neck, and the jaw. Relax on necessary tension as much as possible. A third informal mindfulness practice is simple awareness of your breath to help you slow down and connect mind and body in the moment. The breath may feel tight or choppy or fast, but simply be with the breath. Focus and guide it, and feel that you're breathing deeply and fully, but be important or find it important not to force it. Use your senses consciously. Feel the breeze or the sun if you're outdoors. Listen to water. Enjoy the sky and the clouds, the art on the walls, the flowers, the plants, and the trees. This is such a beautiful time right now, really any time, but especially with the change of season. Use this opportunity to take a walk. This morning, I just noticed, realized that when I realized when I walked out the door and I walked to my car this morning, there was a different smell in the air. And it struck me for a moment. And I really realized that it's changed. It's a different smell from the summer. It just felt different. It smelled different. And I literally stood like almost in the middle of the street when I got into the car. And I took a moment. I looked up at the sky and the sky looked different. And the trees look different and the clouds look different. And I was aware of it for a moment. 
That's mindfulness. And for whatever reason, it struck me at this moment this morning, at 7.30 this morning. But use the opportunity outside. We have this beautiful, amazing landscape. It's like an artistry painting with all the colors of the leaves, the oranges and the, and the rust colors, the greens, the browns. And as they change, you'll notice. You can even just kind of watch the colors. Be in that moment of watching the, the beautiful, beautiful autumn. Notice the smells and the woods or wherever you live and enjoy that. So I hope some of these were really helpful for you. I feel like the informal practices are are so simple and so hard because as we are such busy people moving through our life, we tend to forget what is important and and we have to slow down. So really noticing to slow down and to be present. Okay, so I'm going to look in the chat room and see if I have anybody in the chat room and see if anybody would like me to pick them up. So just give me one moment. Okay, so I'm going to the chat room. And I'm also just shuffling my cards. Let's see if there's anybody questions. I know so many of you are getting ready for the holiday and you're cooking. <laughs> so I'm blessing all of you, all the cooks out there that are having family or to observe the holiday. So I have somebody on the call line, so I'm going to go ahead and pick them up. The last four digits are 5718. So hang on one second. 5718, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Who am I speaking Hi, with? Tina. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. Is this Lucy? Yep, this is Lucy. I'm I'm calling from the the New York area and I wanted Hi. to thank you. I wanted to thank you for such a great great summary of mindfulness. Um I'm a provider in the community and I fully support mindfulness myself and I try to practice it whenever I can. But I don't know um what you do, but when you're advising people, but Essentially, whenever I'm trying to teach mindfulness or I discuss mindfulness or even when I'm trying to do it myself, I think on the East Coast, what we're always confronted with is how long it takes, how much time investment it is. I have to say that that's the number one thing that people say to me is that they don't have time to experience the moment and acknowledge it because they have to go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. How do you advise someone who really feels that that's a big barrier in in adopting a mindfulness practice. Do you have any tips? Well, my tip would be to to do the things that are they're going to do anyway, right? So you're you're always going to, you know, you're going to brush your teeth. You're you're probably going to have to take out the garbage or you're you're probably going to have to do the dishes. So without adding something to your to-do list, and I think that's what I love about the informal practices is you're not adding anything new. You're already doing them. So they're going to take you just as much time as doing them, but you're going to do them mindfully, right? So you're not adding um, more things to your list. So if you brush your teeth, which I hope everyone is, <laughs> um, you would open up and notice how you are opening up the cabinet to get the toothbrush and then notice how you're putting the toothpaste on and then noticing yep. the taste in your tongue, you know, things like that. So start out with the everyday things instead of making it like one more thing to do, Um just put it in your, you have to do those things anyway. So you can choose to do them the fast way. It's going to happen anyway. And actually, it's probably going to be the same amount of time. It's just your perception that it's taking longer. You're just being more mindful to it. It's that would be kind of fun. Usually what I tell patients too, but there's this whole idea that like if you're being mindful, you're less efficient. Ah, Okay. You know? that you're right. not getting it done as well or as quickly and that by spending so much time thinking about the task, it, either it is taking longer or it feels like it's taking longer, and that's time away from the next task. Interesting. You know, do you find that um, it affects efficiency at all? I actually feel like it makes my efficiency better it, in the sense that it helps with my focus because in the moment of doing it, 
I I feel like that it's happening. I, I never really think of it as a time thing. I can understand where people get caught up in that, that it's taking away from the next thing. So they're kind of like, oh, my God, this is taking too much time. But that's it's it's practice, so that's kind of the the challenging part of practicing it. But for me, it actually allows me to focus on the when I am off that object of say mindfulness, and I go back to my everyday life. I feel clearer and I feel more focused. It actually focuses me better because I'm able to take and grasp those. And and you know, I think the other thing too, just kind of segue, people are mindful and they don't even realize it too. Like just when my story before, when I walked out and I kind of smelled the air and I stood for a moment, I was like, wow, the air has changed. That was two seconds. It didn't really, I, my daughter wasn't late for the bus. It didn't take any more time than, it wasn't even really two seconds. Do you know what I mean? Um, it creates your concentration, your focus, your clarity even stronger. So I would say to, say to them, if they have a desire to be more mindful, and obviously that's the other thing, you know, if if they don't have the desire, it's almost like, you know, taking, it's very challenging for anybody. You have to want this, you know, but it's so simple to do. I think if you could break it down and say, take something that you do every day, you're going to do it anyway, you're going to brush your teeth, right? So don't add something new. You know, I would sit down with somebody and say to them, Give me a list of something that you're not going to change. You already do it in your day, and let's make that one thing mindful. And don't do anything else mindful. Maybe just, like, start out slow with them and see if they, like, That's have a, a track record. Idea. You know what I mean? That's a really good idea. Yeah. Get it. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. You're welcome. What do you think has helped? What do you think has helped you personally? I know you help so many others with this, but being mindful. Um. You know, I, honestly, I think it's something I still struggle through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I practice. I mean, right. that, that really right. like, and, and no judgment. Okay, so it didn't work out this time, so we try it again. Right. And I really think that that's the only way that you get better at it is practicing, and and you you just improve with time. Right. So I really right. like that tip. Just taking one thing at a time. Right. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you called in. Thank you. You're the best. Oh, love you. Love you, Luce. Have love a great day. Too. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's always so great when I have callers call in. And and it is. It can be really challenging. People don't want to have to, you know, have one more thing to do. It's like, don't give me one more thing to do. And that's why, you know, sometimes there's this whole thing about meditation and mindfulness. So, Meditation, yes, you do have to carve out some time to meditate. That is absolutely true. I just want to, I cannot believe the time is going so fast. So I want to just wrap up with a couple announcements. On Sunday, October 5th is a Sunday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. I am holding a restorative yoga with essential oils at Practice Body, Mind, Soul in Roslyn, New York. Please contact their website. It's practicebodymindsoul.com. Also, I am in the midst of developing a Develop Your Intuition course. It'll be a six-hour course, and again, it will be in Roslyn, New York. I thank each and every one of you for tuning in, uh, for who or is observing. I wish you a beautiful, sweet, happy new year. Blessings to everyone. Namaste. They said you wouldn't make it so far. Ever since they said it, it's been hard But never mind the night you had to cry Cause you had never let me go inside You worked too hard and you know exactly what you want and need So believe and you can never give up You can reach your goal Talk to your